Welcome to the Nino's Corner Podcast. This is beautiful. What is that, Velvet? Hosted by Nick, Nino's Corner Battle. Damn right. What's up, peeps? Nick Battle, a.k.a. Nino's Corner, man. You know, today we're going to kind of merge this uh, Jordan documentary with some sports news that's going on today. Let's talk about the Dallas Cowboys, man. Dak Prescott still ain't got his contract, y'all. Man, pay that man his money, man. Pay Dak his money, man. Y'all tripping. Y'all straight playing, Dallas. Pay that man his money. You paid Amari Cooper uh, to be the highest paid player at his position in the league. Think about that for a minute. Amari is not a top five wide receiver in the league, guys. He is getting paid $20 million a season. He just signed a five-year, $100 million contract, guys, with Dallas Cowboys. He made him the highest-paid wide receiver in the league. He made Zeke the highest-paid running back in the league in the history of the league. $50 million guaranteed, $90 million, guys. Now, Dak has been underpaid the first four years of his career. So my whole thing is we're always talking about Stephen Jones comes out and says, analytic-wise, you don't want to tie so much money into one player uh, because it can hamstring it can hamstring your your whole organization uh, for for years to come. But man, we're talking about the quarterback position, and we're talking about a guy who has played in sixty-four games, started every one of those sixty-four games. He's tough as nails, doesn't miss games. Rookie of the year, you found him in the fourth round, guys. You found him in the fourth round. You paid him. Four hundred thousand or five hundred thousand dollars. Then you paid him a million dollars. I didn't see you guys, you know, saying that he outplayed his contract and you're going to give him money. Now that he has waited and been so patient, so patient, guys, it's time to pay him his money. Let's look at some of the players that are getting paid twenty-eight to thirty-two, thirty-three million dollars a year, and let's look at their stats and compare them to Dak's stats. First off, let's look at somebody from his own draft class, Jared Goff from the Rams. Now, let's be honest, Goff wasn't the he wasn't the oil that made that engine run. It was Todd Gurley and those running backs, man. Brandon Cooks. Golf was a product of that system, and we see what happened last year. Let's compare Golf's numbers to Dak's numbers. I got them pulled up right here, guys. Jared Golf. Both of them came in four-year guys in the league. Jared Golf, four years, 14,219 yards uh, for his career. Dak Prescott, 15,778 yards for his career. They came in the same year, guys. Remember that. Remember that. All right, guys. Uh, Jared Goff, 87 touchdowns. Dak Prescott, 97 touchdowns. Jared Goff, 42 interceptions. Dak Prescott, 36 interceptions. So if we're just talking about raw numbers right now, we're talking about raw numbers. Dak's outplayed him. He has thoroughly outplayed him. And let's be honest. Player for player, I think Jared Goff had the better of the players to start his career off with. You know, Ty Gurley and Zeke, I would call it a wash. Those two guys are amazing. I think well, those first two two years of Dak's career, Zeke and Ty Gurley were neck and neck. Zeke has, I think, pulled away by far because Ty Gurley with the injuries. But let's be honest, guys, in those first two to three years, those two were very comparable players. Uh, everybody knows Ty Gurley was that guy. And he still is that guy. We're going to see him when he goes down to Atlanta. Now, let's look at the wide receiver position. Before Dak got Amari Cooper, who would they have a wide receiver? Who? Can't even name him. Can't even name him. Your boy Jared Goff had Brandon Cooks, man. He had Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks was a monster, guys. Saints to the Patriots. I mean, Brandon Cooks is a monster, man. He was a monster at that time. But let's look at some other stats here, guys. 
Let's look at some other stats. Completion percentage. Jerry Goff, 62.4%. Let's look at Dax. Dax completion percentage, 65.8%. Now, Jerry Goff is getting paid over $30 million a year. I don't blame that. He knows he's better than Jerry Goff. Man, pay that man his money. Pay that man his money. Now, let's look at another guy, Jimmy Garoppolo, Jimmy G. Jimmy G. We talking about Jimmy G, the guy that got a $28 million a year contract with the 49ers off of only starting seven games with the Patriots? Come on, man. Where they do that at, man? Where they do that at? Jimmy G, look at his stats, man. The man been in the league, I don't know, six years now. He only got 7,000 yards. Last year, he started a full season. He ain't even cracked 4,000 yards. This is a passing league. He ain't cracked 4,000 yards. He had 27 touchdowns and 13 interceptions, guys. 13 interceptions, man. Come on. Jimmy G, they won a playoff game. He ain't even passed for 100 yards. They ain't even depend on him. You're paying a man that you can't even depend on. You're paying him $28 billion a year, and you can't even depend on him to go win you a game. Think about that for a minute, guys. Think about that for a minute. And last year was his highest total when it came to yards. The previous years before that, guys, he had like 3,000 yards in five years combined, and the guy got $28 million a year. I don't blame Dak, man. Go pay him. Pay that man. Next guy we're going to look at the list, Kirk Cousins. I like Kirk. Kirk is a very consistent guy. But if Kirk's making over $30 million a year, how come that can't? Jerry Jones, we all know the Jones family. They pay who they want to play. They pay Tony Tony Romo a bunch of money. They ain't had no problems paying Romo his money. Now, with me, guys, I look at a guy who has put in his time. He's put in his work. Dak was a rookie of the year. He's a three-time pro bowler now. Um, He's led his team to the playoffs twice, two division titles. Um, Pay him. Carson Wentz is getting paid. What has he done? He had one good season where he got hurt, and he didn't even win the Super Bowl. The backup came in and won the Super Bowl. So was that team just loaded? That's why they won? Or was it because of Carson Wentz? Obviously, I don't think it was because of Carson Wentz because they won a Super Bowl without him. Come on, man. Nick Foles won a Super Bowl. When we see what Nick Foles is doing, is that the system? Is that the system? Pay that man, dog. Pay that Prescott his money, man. I'm going to tell you why these guys need to go ahead and pay him. You need to pay Dak Prescott his money because if you guys have been watching this Michael Jordan Last Dance documentary, when Scottie Pippen did not get paid right and the play didn't come, everything stemmed from the mistreatment of his contract. Everything. When Scottie Pippen's contract was not handled right, and, and you know they knew Scottie was a poor kid, one of 12 children, dad in the wheelchair, another uh, brother in, in a wheelchair. They knew that Scottie needed this money because he had to take care of his family. And I think the Bulls used that against him. He signed a seven-year deal. They put that in front of him, seven-year, $18 million deal. He was 132nd highest paid player in the league. Probably, not probably, he's the best small forward in the game at the time. The top five player in the league was getting paid the 132nd highest paid player in the league. The number six highest paid player on his own team. Think about that for a minute, guys. Think about that. So, when you don't value a person and don't show a person that you really care about them, and that you need them, that's when Scottie Pippen went off the ledge and was like, I ain't getting no surgery this summer. I'm going to enjoy myself. Y'all don't want to take care of me? I'm going to take care of myself, and I'm going to let y'all suffer. And that's what he did. Scottie let him suffer. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying when people are disgruntled, that's what they do. You already feel underappreciated. When Jordan left, when Jordan left and Scottie was the man, you remember when Scotty didn't come in off the bench in that uh, playoff game against the Knicks because Phil Jackson didn't want to let him have the ball and he wanted to, to pass it to Kukos? That was a sign he thought of disrespect because he was the all-star in the team that, that year. He was the MVP candidate and could have easily been the MVP that, that year. 
Scotty said, y'all really don't care about me. First of all, Jordan goes, you tell me I'm the man now. You don't want to give me the shot? So that's when players get disgruntled. That's when they feel like you don't care about me. And I hope, I don't think Dak's that kind of guy, but I hope it doesn't come to that to where you don't pay him. And now you're looking at a situation where you have a quarterback, the person who everybody looks up to, and Dak's been nothing but a model citizen and a model leader for that team. You, you don't pay him. Everybody looks up to him, and then he gets disgruntled. And then your team crumbles, guys. Your team crumbles. Maybe Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones are planning on uh, Andy Dalton being, I guess, the savior if, if if Dak doesn't come in here and take the money that they give him. But I don't blame Dak, man. Go get your money. I'm going to always side for the players, folks. I'm going to always side for the players. I side for the players because the owners are billionaires, and they're going to continue to be billionaires for the rest of their life. Players get one shot to do it, guys. They get one shot to do it. Their their career is so front-loaded that they got to make the majority of the money that they can in those first four or five years. Because usually, I think the average lifespan for an NFL player is, what, three years? Two and a half, three years? So it's, it's, it's the NFL, the not-for-long league, right? So, man, you got to get your money when you can, and I don't blame that. Go get your money. Jerry Jones was throwing around money everywhere. He made Jalen Smith – uh, the high well, one of the highest paid linebackers in the league. He made Amari Cooper the highest paid uh, wide out in the league. He made Zeke the highest paid running back in the league. And let's be honest, I love Zeke to death. I love him to death, guys. But he's been in some trouble. Dak has never been in any trouble. He's been the consistent model of this of this game for Jerry Jones, rookie of the year, three time Pope. Pro Bowler. He almost threw for 5,000 yards last year, guys. You guys understand what 5,000 yards is? 5,000 yards? You went and paid Amari Cooper, but he wasn't even in some of the most important possessions of the games last year in the Eagles in the Eagles game when they needed him in that, in that fourth down. He was on the sidelines. What was Dak? On the field. Pay that man. Pay him. You made Zach Martin the highest-paid guard in the history. Travis Frederick was, was one of the highest-paid centers in the league. You know? You're paying every – you made Lyle Collins the highest paid right tackle. But your quarterback, your quarterback, which is one of the hardest positions to fill in this league, you're not paying him. Come on, Cowboys. Come on, man. Pay that man. Pay that man. I bet you if it's Tony Romo, <laughs> he'd be getting paid. Guarantee you that. Guarantee. He'd be getting paid right now. I think we all know that. Tony was like his other son. Like his other son. So – on that note, guys, let's go to a small commercial break, man. And I'm going to tell you about some other stuff on this next end. All right, guys, then we're back, man. One thing I want to talk about, let's talk about these rookies, man. Uh, let's talk about Tua Tagovailoa. Tua Tagovailoa. He is, what, the number five pick with the Dolphins this year. His jersey, his number one jersey, you know, that's his number now. It's number one. His jersey. Is the number one selling jersey in the NFL. His home jersey, his away jersey, is the number two selling jersey in the NFL right now. The Dolphins struck gold with Tua. Uh, he is a star. He is a star in the making. Um, and I, you know, I've been telling you guys, and you guys can go and listen to the other pockets that I've had. Tua is going to be a better quarterback than Joe Burrow. Tua has done it consistently. He's done it with the same amount of talent that Burrow has had. Burrow has had talent, guys. Let's not act like he didn't have uh, a Jamar Chase, uh, um, Jefferson. Um, uh, what's my boy from Shreveport? Um, 
I can't think of his name right now, but but the other wide receiver. He didn't have a you know, he had Thaddeus Moss. Uh the running back that's with the the um what's the name, guys? I can't even think right now. With the Chiefs right now, they drafted him. Um Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Uh Terrence Marshall was the wide receiver I'm thinking about. Go ahead, Street for Bojo City. But He's had talent, too. He has guys that are going to – his whole team that he started out with are in the NFL right now, his whole offense, all the players in the NFL. So don't tell me he didn't have talent. Tua's had talent, too. Those teams recruit like none other. They always have talent. Tua's more consistent. Sure, Tua got hurt. He did. He got hurt. And I think it was a product of him extending the plays uh, and trying to make something out of nothing. But let's be honest, guys. You guys know, in the NFL – in the NFL, the quarterback is protected more than any other position in any other league. Those hits that Tua's taking, he ain't going to be taking them no more. It's not going to happen because those guys know that it's game checks now. They're not going to slam the quarterback on the ground like they did in college because it's game checks. When you got to pay that right there, some of that moolah, ain't happening, player. So, Tua, the Dolphins struck gold with him, man. They did. They got a star in the making. He can go there. He can sit uh, six to eight games behind uh, Fitzmagic out there in um, in a Miami. And if Fitzpatrick does a great job and, and he starts the whole season, that's just even better for Tua. He can sit and really rehab and learn the game, let the game slow down. And then he can utilize those weapons that the Dolphins went and drafted and put a nice offensive line in front of him that's going to be able to grow in front of him. I think he's in the best position. Burrow, no disrespect, man, but I've always said this. I think Joe Burrow had the best season ever for any quarterback in college football history, but it was one season. What happened to the other four four years that he played in college football? What happened to those three years he, that he was at Ohio State? And he couldn't beat out JT Barrett. JT Barrett can't hit the side of a barn, guys. Come on, man. He is not a great passer. He could run the ball, but he's not a great passer. And Borough, I think, is just as functional when it comes to his mobility as J.T. Barrett. All right? Let's keep it real. Let's keep it honest. He couldn't beat out J.T. Barrett. He couldn't beat out Dwayne Haskins. Couldn't beat out Cardell Jones, so he had to leave, and he goes to LSU. And let's look at that 2018 season. He wasn't good. He wasn't good. QBR of, what, 120 or 130? Very pedestrian. Last year, he gets married up with Joe Brady the passing game coordinator that came over from the Saints. And what does he do? He says all these records. So is it Joe Burrow or is it Joe Brady? We will see. We shall see, my friends. I think it was a combination of both. I think Burrow does have the arm talent, but I think that system was tailor-made for him. Now, he's going to Cincinnati where, let's be honest, they lose. They don't pay anybody. They don't bring people in. They don't bring the right coaches in. They're happy with being average. And I think he fell into a bad situation. It's just my opinion. My opinion only. I could be totally wrong. Be totally wrong. But I think Tua fell in the best situation. And I think it's going to be an amazing pickup for them. I think it's going to be great for Tua. And I think it's going to be great for the city of Miami because he's going to put butts in the seats. It's just what he's going to do. And he's going to be very good at it. Um, other rookies. I haven't talked about this much, but what do you guys think about Jalen Hurts going to the Eagles? What are the Eagles telling Carson Wentz? Hopefully nothing. I mean, Carson Wentz should be the clear-cut starter, but when you have a guy that you're paying $100 million a year, you don't draft a quarterback in the second round, people. You don't. You draft him in the the fourth, the fifth, 
Yeah, quarterbacks that were there, like a Jake Fromm who was sitting there in the fifth round that you could have got. And Eason, who got drafted in the third or the fourth round. But you had quarterbacks that could have been gotten in later rounds to help your quarterback room. Carson Wentz needs weapons. I like Jalen Rager. I think he's an amazing player. I'm a Texas guy. You guys know hook him. You see that, that Texas up there. Jalen Rager ate Texas up on plenty, plenty of plays every year for the last three years. He's an amazing player, a speedster. Reminds me a lot of Tyreek Hill, but I don't think he has – let me take that back. He reminds me a lot of Tyreek Hill, but Tyreek Hill is on, on a whole other level. I'm not going to say support man Tyreek Hill because we haven't seen this guy going against pros, but he is one hell of a player. But Carson Wentz could have used some more weapons, man. He could have used some more weapons. Let's be honest. Greg Ward, who was the quarterback, <laughs> the quarterback for University of Houston, was the starting wide receiver last year in the last four games for the Eagles. Come on, Eagles, do better, man. No, no, better yet, don't do better. I'm a Cowboys fan. Don't do better. Keep drafting quarterbacks in the second round. I am totally fine with that. Totally fine. Lead a skill. Lead C.D. Lamb for me and my team. Lead a skill players for my guys. You guys can draft quarterbacks in the second round from now on. I'm totally fine with that, Eagles fans. Do you. Other rookies, man, like I said, I'm interested to see how these quarterbacks are going to work out. I'm so interested to see how these wide receivers are going to work out. I think Jared Judy is going to do some damage up in Denver. Denver had a sneaky good draft. I love the Derrick Judy pickup. I I love the other pickup for the wide receiver that came out of Penn State. That's going to be a good pickup for them also. I absolutely am eager to see how that Vikings pickup of Jefferson from LSU is going to work because Jefferson had like 90% of his snaps from the slot last year, but Thielen is the slot guy. Where are you going to put him? Are they going to have two slot guys? I don't know. It's going to be very interesting to see. Had a crazy phone call, guys. My bad, guys. But on that note, it's going to be very, very interesting to see what's going to happen with Jefferson and Thielen. I think they're two great great players. Well, I know Thielen's a great player. We don't know what Jefferson is right now because he's a rookie. But what is going to happen with Jefferson and Thielen? Will they run two, I guess, plays where we're going to have two slot guys? Who knows? But I'm really interested to see how my Cowboys going to do with that boy, C.D. Lamb. Oh, Lord, have mercy, C.D. Lamb. I tell you, man. You're going to have Amari Cooper on one side. You're going to have a Gallup on one side and CeeDee Lamb working in the middle with uh, Zeke in the backfield. Sign back, y'all. Let the man throw that ball around, man. Let him throw that ball around, man. I can't wait to see this, man. It's going to be a great season if we have a season. And talking about seasons and if we're going to have a season, let's talk about college football. So college is the the college um, – I guess AD for all of college football has said that if colleges are canceled, if classes are canceled, there won't be a football season. What do you guys think about that? People want to, the SEC says that they want to have a season. I mean, so are we saying that these guys aren't student athletes and they're athletes? Well, hey, if we're going to have a season with these guys and school is canceled, you need to pay them. That's a whole other conversation. You need to pay them if, you're, if school is canceled, but you're going to have football, you need to pay them. That's a whole other conversation. You know what? We might talk about that again. On the next episode, man. But on that note, guys, Nino's Corner, I am out. You guys know how I end everything. Do you, man. Don't be afraid to fail. I grow your environment. Understand your brilliance, man. Nino's Corner, I'm out. Do you. Salute to you guys. Night-night.